The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. Served in total wine all over North Carolina. Fresh Market in North Carolina and Virginia. Weaver Street Market in Raleigh, Durham, Carborough, and Hillsboro. You can also purchase in Durham at Zwelly's, Saltbox, Sam's Bottle Shop, and Bull McCabe's. And in Greensboro at Elm Street Lounge and Cooper's Ale House. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timberlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of four hundred of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right. Because that's the way we roll. Shorty go jogging every morning. And she make me breakfast almost every morning. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, September 3rd. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! The Box to Row National Game of the Week. Let's take a look at it. Big time football game. Florida A&M and Jackson State. It's the Orange Blossom Classic. It's going to be in Miami Gardens at the stadium. That's the home of the Miami Dolphins. And... Uh, looking forward to this Hard Rock Stadium. It's going to be a, uh, a it promises to be a really good football game. Uh, sort of a, a rivalry renewed, I guess, in some respects. Although I was surprised to learn that the teams had only played something like 27 times previously or something like that. I thought it was it would have been a lot more times, especially going back to those, you know, to, to the back in the, the days, if you will. Uh, but in any case, she promises to be a really good team again. Or a game. You have a Florida A&M team hasn't played since 2019. A Jackson State, a team that went four and three in the spring. I want to break this down. Uh, and so, you know, let me take a look at Jackson State first. I, I look at the receiving core. There's no Dalen Baldwin, right? Dalen Baldwin. It was a was an All American HBC All American last year. Uh, he transferred ultimately to Michigan. Uh, there's no Corey Reed Jr. who was the second leading receiver on this team last year. You're going to look at a guy like a Shane Hooks, who played at Ohio uh, and played three games at Ohio in 2020, but again is new. Uh, Warren Newman the third was a guy that played last year. He, he actually had a really good spring with 35 receptions. So he's going to be sort of the senior guy, the guy that has the most experience. Remember, Shadur Sanders, the coach or the the uh, son of head coach 
Deion Sanders, now the quarterback, again, has had no collegiate experience and doesn't have a whole lot of experience in game situations throwing to his wide receivers. Plus, you couple the fact, now, maybe Jackson State improved its offensive line, but that offensive line, I mean, you know, if you listened to Coach Sanders each week, or not every week, but a lot of times, he says this this offensive line has got to improve, and the offensive line just was not very good for Jackson State at all last year. So you're putting Sanders now out there, maybe under duress, lack of a of a receiving game per se. Uh, you know, running back, I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be good there, uh, and and then of course, I mean, I really like. Like, I, I really like Jackson State on defense. Um, I realize maybe the numbers didn't bear out, right? But, I mean, when I have a Keontae Hampton, right, when I've got an Aubrey Miller at the linebacker position, I mean, those two linebackers are dynamic, both box-to-row All-Americans, HBCU All-Americans. Dejon Warren in the defensive backfield. They've got, I mean, they've got the makings and at least individual players to have a really good defense. Um, and they're going to need that defense. I'm going to tell you what, because FAMU has got a lot of players coming back, right? Now, one of the question marks for FAMU is at the quarterback position. No Ryan Stanley, right? Ryan Stanley was all world for Florida A&M. But returning is Rashawn McKay. Now, McKay, again, backed up Ryan Stanley, got some spot duty. Ryan Stanley uh, went down in that North Carolina A&T game. And by the way, McKay comes in and he throws the game. It was a very nice throw. I was right there, right? Very nice throw in overtime after A&T had gone up by three with a field goal. Comes right back. Freshman quarterback comes right back and, uh, and throws a nice touchdown pass as Florida A&M walks off with that victory. By the way, he got some time in 2019. McKay did. Completed 71% of his passes. Willie Simmons, the head coach, you, you heard him talk about McKay last week. Uh, he likes this kid. Uh, you know, he played some. I mean, I think it's two. It's a couple of things going against McKay. A, he didn't have a whole lot of time back in 2019. B, Again, 20-month layoff. I think the thing that helps him, a couple of things that actually help him, I think that goes against him. And then, of course, C, he's going against a Jackson State defense that's going to be pretty good. I think the things that help him, uh, experienced offensive line, and then just a plethora, and by the way, a good uh, running game, Bishop Bonnet, is the real deal at running back. He's the real deal at running back. That's a plus, again, offensive line, and then a plethora of receivers. Xavier Smith amongst others. I mean, I know Xavier Smith's going to have I'm, – I'm looking forward to that matchup, Smith against Warren. Uh, that should be a pretty good matchup. So, fam, you definitely has some challenges from an offensive standpoint, but I think, again, to me, I'd been saying this, and I, and I said this a little bit earlier in the show, that I just thought that a lot of the teams that hadn't played 
you know, I think it's going to be a team-to-team thing. Uh, again, I looked at the Alcorn State-North Carolina Central game. I realized that both teams hadn't played since 2019, and I thought both teams looked pretty decent, right? Uh, you know, FAMU hasn't played in a long time. Jackson State played as recent as April. So I think that's an advantage overall uh, for Jackson State. Uh, but I also think that uh, Florida A&M, uh, will, um, if, if it can get off to a good start early, then I think it becomes less of a factor. Defensively, uh, for Florida A&M, uh, that's maybe, I thought they were talented in 2019. I don't think the numbers showed that. Um, I really, th- this kid, Marquise Bell, uh, defensive back is really, really good. And see, that's, you know, I'm looking to see, you know, how he's able to challenge a lot of, because a lot of the, the uh, how he's able to challenge maybe Bate Sanders, who again has not played collegiate football. How is he able to play him, particularly against maybe some uh, some receivers that have experience? Because they the Tigers do have a lot of receivers that they're bringing in that are transfer guys. I mentioned Shane Hooks is one of those guys, but again, this is a new you know, new offensive system in a lot of respects. First game, you know, generally defenses are ahead of offenses. Um, So we'll ultimately see how things uh, uh, play out from that vantage point. Um, I think with Jackson State, again, it's going to be key if they want to do anything because while I don't know if FAMU has a great defense, Jackson State's offense I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. New quarterback, mostly new receivers. Offensive line is a question mark. That's a lot. That's a, Now, you can tote the, the, the football. You can run the football, and that'll be to the advantage of Jackson State to be able to want to run the football against Florida A&M. Uh, but whatever deficiencies Florida A&M may have from a defensive standpoint could be a little bit of a wash because you know, if you if 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 Jackson State brings its offense back, then okay, I, I definitely say Jackson State's going to have more of an edge over Florida A&M's defense. Again, when I flip it around, look at Florida A&M's offense. I think it's solid. Um, again, McKay, how will he respond? That was a big time throw against A&T in a big time game. Okay, that was the game. I mean. Look, Florida A&M beat A&T, went 9-2 in that season, but was ineligible, ineligible to win the MEAC championship or participate in the Celebration Bowl. Had Florida A&M been eligible, then A&T would have been out, right? So that was a big-time throw in a big-time football game. Now, for McKay, you're putting him in front of 60,000, I mean, thing, same thing for Shador Sanders. Listen, I realize big-time football in high school. High school is different than college. McKay, you're putting him in a, in a, in a bigger-time situation against some guys that can really play defense for Jackson State. I'm going to go in this game. I'm going to give you my pick. I think that this is... I'm not going to call it a low-scoring game, but I think it's going to be a close game, not an astronomically high-scoring game. I would say somewhere around, you know, I think I think FAMU gets out of there with a 24-21 to victory over Jack State. It's 3.7 points. 
something in that range, uh, fam, you getting the victory. Your thoughts, we'll take it offline. Hit me up via Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. On the weekend edition of BoxToRow, which can be heard on a radio station near you also tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central Time, and 4 p.m. Pacific on ESPNU, on Sirius XM, which is Channel 84, talking plenty of HBCU football, plus Bowie State head football coach Damon Wilson joins me, so you don't want to miss that. To find a radio station in your area that carries the program, log on to our website, BoxToRow.com, and click on the affiliates link. I want you to have an absolutely phenomenal and safe Labor Day weekend and enjoy the games this weekend, and I'll talk with you next week. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the Game of the Week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com, your HBCU sports leader.